Welcome back to the My Funny Friends podcast. We missed you. We were gone for the holidays. It is so nice to be back. <clears throat> it's the first episode of the third season. So we're going to switch it up a little bit for you. First season was about me bringing on some of my friends in comedy and them in turn bringing their friends on. Season two, we picked up a lovely co-host, which I would like to introduce now, Mr. Will Abels. Will, how you doing, buddy? Hello, Drew. I am, uh, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, That's what I love to hear. Wild, wild six weeks since we've last talked. Just <laughs> top to bottom. Well, Will, uh, I, I was I was so happy you joined us for season two. I'm glad you're back for season three. Mm-hmm. So what I'm thinking for season mm-hmm. three is season two was great. We got to know a bunch of our friends in comedy, got to meet a bunch of new people. I met some of your friends in comedy. You met some of my friends in comedy. But I was going back and listening to some of the podcasts, which by the way hit that subscribe button go back check them all out but you didn't really get a lot of will and drew you know you know you what I mean? did, and as much as we forced our way in you know it was a lot of a lot of everyone else exactly and that's not how i roll <laughs> i knew it was killing you so for season three we uh have the great opportunity of being back with the project nerd podcast family Shout out to Project Nerd for for keeping us aboard, renewing our contract. So we're thinking more. This is going to be more traditional podcasty in season three. We're going to talk about our lives, things that are going on. We'll still try to be, you know, organized chaos, and we'll try to have a theme. And we're still going to bring our lovely friends and guests on. It's just it's not going to be a requirement to do an episode to search down a guest and get them on board. You know. Yeah, exactly. It's it's going to be, you know, because we 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 had this conversation recently and we said the world needs two more white guys <laughs> talking about their lives. Of course, and we had to fill that void because if we didn't do it, then who then who would will? everyone else? Who? But who would you're here because you love me and will and you want to be here. So we appreciate you. All yeah, thank you, you know? for thank you for sticking through the hot yeah i for some reason in my mind it's like this is where we cue the um not an in memoriam but like the <laughs> year in review but we yeah. do it as an in memoriam and it's just like cory knox just like smiling yeah. <laughs> like in black and white and then it like goes to to uh, tamar and then just keeps going back to like anthony and devito and like yeah. then a bridge collapsing and like you know just which shout out to our past right. guests uh following them on social media after the 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 show's after our, we recorded episodes, they've been doing great. Tamara everyone up and had a great run in Nashville. Corey's all over I got the to place. Meet her I just person. saw him at the yeah. Boulder Comedy Show in, in Denver. Like, that's that's just... Fantastic. Corey's all the way out in Denver. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. He, he was on a, a star-studded lineup. Good for him. Good for him. I know his show just sold out here in town as well. That's See, that's the thing is like, when you don't see anybody for a while, that's a good sign. Well, right. well, normally, unless it's me. <laughs> I mean, I mean I, I, <laughs> well, I was going to yeah, say, if, man, it's me, you, if it's me, it's me. You had the opportunity to take a nice break 
from comedy. So how are, mm -hmm. how are you feeling now? You know, it was, so it was pretty, if we could, I don't, I don't mind talking about it because uh, I'm pretty much an open book anyway. So basically, you know, it was just, it started, the break was needed, but the realization that the break was needed didn't come to me soon enough. And it basically started in June. Okay. And, you know, I was really excited about that tour. I had a big tour come, like, you know, and I was excited how it came together. Then we closed it out with Evan at the end of the month with Evan Burke, our, our good friend, who is recording an album on February 9th. Yes, uh, I'll be hosting it if you want to check it out. Check it out, Third Coast Comedy Club. Um, and that that was like one of those tours I set up and I was like, this is going to be a fun one. And then gas shot up to like four to five dollars. Yes. And some of the shows like I don't mind going to a show and then coming back to make, do it again for more money. But this was not one of those tours <laughs> and shows were just this was it falling paying through. or yeah. helping future will. Right. And this was like shows were falling through like gas was so expensive. I couldn't make any money. I had just gotten lost my job at the flower shop and which was also a, a blessing in disguise. Like a lot of times losing jobs like, are. Like, yeah, I know it stings like, in the oh, moment where you're like, oh, man, yeah. I'm, I need that money. Right. But then you look back on it and you're like, that's the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was like it, that That was. Yeah, that's this whole other story. But I lost a job that was happening. And I just was like grinding myself down, you know, and Charleston was so much fun with you guys. But even oh, yeah. that like but even that that one show where I'm like yelling at people at the at the Wanderer. <laughs> that was like the first like for me for me mentally that's when i was like because you oh, said something you were like you just started to sound mean you sounded yeah, angry and man. i was like you went, something's you went, happening i thought you were about yeah. to start pushing people into the pool i mean that would have been funny as shit but <laughs> <laughs> so but then we got back i had a few more runs by myself i think and then the car went out uh. and that's when it was like getting it was like i was running on fumes like yeah, yeah. quite literally running on fumes, you know? And uh, yeah, so basically it just keeps snow. And it was just like one of these things where you're like, when do you get a break? You know, the positive thing was that was about the time things started to really kick up for you. We both were kind of at Head <clears throat> that crossroads in Charleston where we were both kind of burnout. We were both um, had hit right. the ground running since things opened back up and we both needed wins and i feel like the universe just kept piling on you and i actually got a right. couple wins thrown at me so i, I, I feel that right right but i i'm truly thankful for what has happened at the end of 2022 2023 for me with things opening yeah. up and my calendar getting uh full and it's one of those things man yeah. where i i was taking a hit mentally with my day job mm -hmm. i worked at a, a veterinary clinic which shout out to those heroes that do that day in and day out that are still doing <laughs> yeah. and be nice to them. Cause they're not going to be anybody left if y'all keep treating them the way you're treating them. But I was so mentally just burnt out with that job and, uh, 20 Christmas, 2021. Um, my wife yeah. was like, quit, quit, quit that job. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I got your yeah, support. Yeah, 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 She's right. like, please do. So thankfully yeah. she was what and I and I finished up school. I went back to school for like video editing, graphic design, stuff like that. And right. started applying for jobs out of school after May and June and nothing really was coming through. And 
luckily comedy yeah, was like is. we got you so comedy picked up man i made the most yeah uh, money doing comedy i ever have last year and 2023 is off mm-hmm. to a good start and it's just one of those things that like i never thought like i always dreamed of the day of pulling the trigger and going comedy full time but i never thought it would have happened yeah. because i, I had just like to. that <laughs> yeah you know like i, yeah. I it was and- making money Right. And so that was something that I was like happy to see because I could focus on that and go, all right, well, look, it, you know, Drew plugged, kept plugging. And, and you and I had a plan at the beginning of 2022. We kept calling it 2020 Drew. Yes. And we just kept trying to put that positive energy out there. And I, I think it, it worked. Was great, man. So the album's doing well on YouTube. I, I have no idea. Yep. I think once you independently produce an album and put it out on all the channels, like mm-hmm. I, I truly don't know how to look at how it's doing. <laughs> you know, I got a, a little thing on the website. I use it. Tell me how much money I've generated. And I mean, most comedians yeah. out there know it's not a lot. So that's, I don't, yeah. but I still, I get random emails that say, Hey, last week your album did well on Apple, you know, or I, at one point Amazon, it was doing well. I truly don't know. So if yeah. you've listened to it, thank you. If you watch it on YouTube, I can actually track that. So thank you very much for that. But the album did well, man. We we had a blast in Charleston later on. And uh, in 2022, Dusty Slay picked me up at the end. And I've been doing some dates yep. with him. So, yeah, 20, 2020 Drew paid off. We put it out into the world. And now we're going to flip the script and do that for you in 2023. For Mr for 2023 and i and i do well i'll get i'll get to the positivity of 2023 and talk about the downfall of 2022 and will Abel's. but yeah but yeah but like that was the thing it was like i was watching and i was like all right this is good this is like good positive stuff but i couldn't find positivity in my own career in my own comedy really yeah yeah and and it uh, is possible it, to be happy for your friends and also be upset at the same time and that's oh yeah yeah i mean it's yeah exactly absolutely um and yeah, so for me, like what was I just, you know, I'm grinding myself down and I'm not real. And I have some other personal stuff with like my family and parents and just like I was just getting it from all sides. And I was like, can everyone just get off my fucking back? You yeah. know, but at the same time, I knew it was coming from love and just like I knew that they were right too. It was kind of the annoying part. But uh, <laughs> don't you hate that? Basically, we had that. Yeah, I know. And then we had the show at Love and Exile. And that was when it was just like, I'm I'm done. Like that's it when was like I it was all like genuinely up. concerned for your well-being, right? Because it was just like, oh, and and like the thing is, I because I do remember everything I said, and there there are <laughs> things that were so accurate. Like it was funny how many people messaged me the next day to be like, "Hey, man, I've been feeling the same way." Like you really, and I was like, "Okay, so I'm not." I did feel a little bit of validation, but then I right. canceled that that weekend of. Oh, also, it wasn't just the show. It was remember I had that big headlining gig, and that and got canceled after months. Yeah, yeah, and I was just like, I'm done. And it wasn't so their I, first I time. I canceled my doing ball. That too. No, no, no. And then when I did finally get to go, I it was fun. It was fun, but I was like, this was not worth the headache. No, that I was putting into it. Like I did the I did the show. It I did the job, is. and I had a good time. But it was like the last two shows. I was like, this is. Like this is bad, <laughs> but like, look, that wasn't back now. Fault. That was just an off. Looking back now and thinking of <clears throat> the things I used to put on this huge pedestal, and be so bummed out that I didn't get, and then you finally get them, and you're like, "Why did well, I put so much stock into that?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
exactly it's, it's so it never and, like don't get me wrong there's some goals i still want to hit that i think are worth it but some of those early goals right. i set out i'm like well i should have aimed a little higher <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 and so that's sort of like and i, I kind of got to that place now but so that show was like that happened i just started dating my my girlfriend at the time and starting out we, we joke about this now is like starting out we had to kind of break each other down and now it's good but like it's you know like some people like it's like you have your honeymoon phase and then you start like trying to be like oh we got to really get to know each other yeah. we did that in reverse you know <laughs> and uh and it's like so things are great now but at the time it was like we we're trying to break each other down and like i'm also going through all my own personal stuff yeah. and so i came out of it and was like i just need to take a break but yeah. i've never taken a break before like I've never taken even like in 2020, I went straight into Zoom shows. Like I went straight into like doing everything I could, and which I is think its own nightmare. And I think, to be honest with you, man, now that we can be uh, honest and talk about all this stuff, I think that's what truly helped me power through mm -hmm. when I was at the same kind of crossroads. Is because I did thoroughly take that break. I did recharge. Yeah. I did completely. I didn't do. I did maybe like four Zoom so shows the whole time. Like I really yeah, see, I, recharged during that time. Yeah, I did not do that. I did not do <laughs> yeah. that. I I didn't. Do, I did the opposite of recharging and at all that time. Just doubled but, down. Yeah, but the funny part was, I thought like three weeks is a break, so I took three weeks off, and I went to one open mic with our buddy Brandon and Gerald. and we were doing two mics. We and the first mic was fine; it was whatever. And went to the second one, and I was sitting there, and I was like. Nope, this was no. too soon, and I just left. I just yeah. left, and I well, that's and Brandon smart. was like, you Dude, like I and I, yeah, and so then, uh, then it was like, all right, I will do the shows that I've already I have, but that's the the that I'm putting the minimal amount of effort in for the rest of the year, and uh, that was good because I finally got to like organize my schedule, recalibrate my goals, try and fit like even listening to sets from like the summer, I was like this is just not me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and luckily I have a, a very patient girlfriend who helped me through a lot of that and, uh, gotten, gotten to, got finally got, uh, gotten to therapy, which has been great. Look at that. And, uh, I know, Oh, I love my therapist. Of course I already wrote it. I wrote a joke like this second after the second session, I like was writing jokes about therapy and I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just like on my path to becoming Mark Marin by the end of this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. But uh yeah, no, so like the break was great and then I came back and I decided like all right, cuz I was going to record my next album slash first special in October and just didn't. Like I was just not in the right headspace to do it. So now I'm like motivated. I'm going to do that in March, yeah. which obviously you know you're part of it. Yeah, yeah so yeah, we're going to yeah, do yeah. first I just got to figure out how to come up with some money. <laughs> yeah, that's always the fun part, right? Yeah, but that's also been, I mean, we'll, we'll get to that later because that's a whole, that's a whole chapter of its own. But uh, yeah, so far this year, it's, it's been fun again. You know, I did one show in New Orleans while I was down there working uh, and it was just fun. It was fun watching the show. Like normally I watch a show and I'm like, come on, just get this over with. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But these guys were very entertaining. They were all very funny. They had unique per like point of views and everything. And then I just did a show in Huntsville the other night. One of my Everybody favorite shows. annihilated. One of my favorite oh, shows so in the country. Good. Man. Uh, I love it. Yeah. It epic comedy hour, Huntsville, Alabama. If you ever get the chance to be a, a part of it or just in the audience, 
do it because it's do an it. amazing it, show. So Scott, good. Scott and, and his crew it was, really bring the best comics out there yeah. that you've never heard of. That's the best part. It's the start of your fandom for a lot of these comics is you see them if you oh, go absolutely. see them at epic it's a great show people bring their a game on it and boom now you got six new comics you're fans of oh i mean it was and then and and the audience like so we starting out the mic wasn't working the mic kept going out oh, no. and elliot elliot white was the host very funny comic Love and he just like sat there he kind of ate it like not like ate it like he did bad like ate it like he was eating the the problem with the mic yeah, 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 yeah. until they finally had to go hey we gotta we gotta stop and we'll fix the mic and then so the show gets back and running audience stayed with it even though we started like 40 minutes late essentially oh, that's awesome. and i was the last comic so i was like watching them from the back and the dude before me like everybody was crushing and the dude before me like except like really really did and I was like, I don't think they're gonna have energy left for me. Yeah. But I was like, I'm the last one. You know, usually that you get this weird mentality of like, is he a headliner or whatever? So uh Elliot did a great job of like getting me up there, being like, is the new guy? Like, my last guy, we got it. And the first joke, I could feel that they were tired. Yeah. But then after that first joke, like I got to the punchline, got my first laugh, and then the rest of it, they were like just applauding and and it was just one of the best sets I've had. In years honestly and so awesome. it was so much and it was just fun watching everyone there was a dude from arkansas there was like a, a another guy from atlanta like it was just like a nice collection of people all of us were wearing plaid which was the funniest <laughs> thing you like, mean comics were wearing plaid oh it was i mean literally every single one even jessica carter who drove down with me she had a plaid scarf and was just like we were all just losing That's it like hilarious it was crazy you know the show was fantastic and it's just yeah the shows have been feeling fun again and then prepping for this special has been oh so i guess like so you know i went to new orleans i obviously no one at home knows this but i also work in tv production as well sometimes not often but i'm trying to get back into it more and more well, and that I mean, was like a career i used to balance in new york tie into episode one of season two you talked about it so yeah if that. if you're a day one season two Will Abel's fan, then you Look know. That. But <laughs> so I went down to New Orleans to work on Miss Universe, and I was the production coordinator. Got a title bump midway through because it's pretty good at that job. Yeah, yep. a lot of uh, a lot of reflection on where could I have been if I had just stuck with it. But as I'm doing it, I was kind of like, oh yeah, I'm really good at production, and I'm pretty good at stand up. Like I need to start combining this more. So the special's been fun because I get to flex my producer skills and just like between putting the team together you know fundraising which is that's going to be the next step right now and i'm still kind of figuring that out which is something because i haven't really had to do that are we before. doing a car wash um honestly i'm, I'm like thinking about Bank sale. like i'm trying to think outside the box and like car wash would be so funny but yeah it's just been fun producing it and now that my shows are in place for the next like six weeks uh it's like oh, okay like these next two weeks I'm producing and then the next six weeks after that, it's like just full comedy. And I'm pretty, yeah, it's been, I'm looking forward to it as opposed to just like, all right, well, we're going to go to Louisville and I'm going to make no money. It's like, yeah, it's not about the money. It's about doing right. the job. Brandon's Having coming with fun, me for a lot I, of it. And he's, I had yeah. a lot of fun on the lead up to mine doing the random shows. Right. Right. Put you up for time and stuff. So yeah. Well, and just the support's been fun. Cause like, yeah. 
because I'm not really doing a lot of shows in Nashville because I don't want to. I want to. I want everyone that wants to see me in Nashville come to the special. Right. But the people that have offered me time, it's been like, cool, thank you, appreciate it, and you know, it was like a no brainer too. Like I was like, hey, I really need yeah, some yeah, spots. Yeah. That day, I filled up like seven more spots, and I was like, sweet, well, that. cool. That's nice. Sometimes you yeah. got to reach out, man. So, Sometimes you got. It is a great community. Sometimes you just got. You know, a lot of times we don't know people need help until mm-hmm. you, you know, you ask for it. Yeah, you just have that. Well, it's like any any job, any job you want. You know, you got to send your resume because they don't know you're looking for the job unless you let them know. And that's how I mean. That's such an important approach to comedy too. Is just like doing show and like when people are like, "Oh, I don't get booked." It's like, well, let people know Keep you're first, like, you know, there's right, like, um, uh, Aaron Weber is a great example where I just had to ask him. I was like. Hey, can I book you for shows? Like, I just you seem so busy, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll, like if I'm around, just you have to just just let me know." He's like, yeah, "I'd yeah. love to do it," and you're like, "Oh, yeah. okay." So I don't know. I feel like I have a different philosophy. I'm enjoying comedy again, and I have a much healthier approach where it's like, oh, and I guess I guess what the mentality switch was, you know, for years I was just grinding, grinding, like don't miss an open mic, don't miss the show, you know, don't miss the bar show, don't do anything. And I, I kind of, you know, was looking at it and was and kind of thinking about you a little bit, too, where you're like, if I'm working on something, I'll be there. But I, you know, I'd rather hang out with my wife. And so my mentality switch was like, well, you tried it this way for so long and you had some successes, you know, like my first album was number one on iTunes, like had some pretty cool road shows. You know, I've, I've had a great network, which is something I'm pretty proud of. But it's like, well, you tried it this way for so long. Let's just try it the other way. Like it's going to be healthier. Well, that's you might my enjoy whole thing, man. Is, and, yeah. I don't understand why that stigma is around stand-up comedy that you can't be a healthy person. <laughs> you know, like we're told early right. on, you eat terrible food on the road. Your men, your yeah. mental health is always terrible. You you hate you just are just miserable all the time. Like I, it doesn't have to be like that, right? And I think I mean, and I. And I as much as I actually don't like this at all, but social media is a huge reason that we can be a bit healthier. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like people are more, I'm not saying people are more likely, but they can see you on your their phone yeah. and they don't have to come see you live. And, yeah. you know, and preferably they come see you live, but there's no like, you know, if I'm working on new bits and I'll be at a lot of mics over the next three weeks or next six weeks, I mean, um, but like I'm not working on anything new. I'm just doing it for the repetition and everything. And it's like it's not I guess for me, New York, I do think you have to kind of be out as much as you possibly can well, they're, because they're there's so many comics and there's so fast. Right. You right. Keep but that's also a very different scene from the rest of the country. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, I I remember I went on the road for like three weeks and I came back and everyone was like, "Oh, I thought you quit," and I was like, "No, I was doing the job." <laughs> no, I was out there <laughs> doing it. Yeah, I was like, you "Guys, remember that? Like, remember doing the remember job the end goal, and not just posting on social media." Yeah, yeah, right. Oh man, I had the so, best of both worlds though. I had uh, I was at a show this weekend in in Grand Rapids, Michigan, at Doctor Grins, which is a fantastic club. If y'all are ever in the area, I'm, I I would yeah, I would say do it. I'd say don't go in January. Uh, while we were there, it had about eight inches of snow on the way up there. While we were there and on the way home, it's me and my little Kia. were not prepared for that, but we made it. Wonderful. Yeah. But I started the water tower joke and I heard the ta- a person at the front table be like, oh, it's that guy. 
So he had seen me online oh, and saw one of my clips awesome. and he just didn't put two and two together yet, but that jarred his memory. He's like, Oh, and he came up to me after the show, bought a water tower sticker. It was, it was great. Oh, that's fantastic. See that. And that's such a rewarding thing. Like that was one thing I actually, when I first moved to Nashville, I really like, I've never been a part of a small scene. Like yeah. when I was, when I was stuck in Hagerstown, like, sure, that was a small scene, but like no one was like no one's like looking for comedians in Hagerstown. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the comedians, yeah. we all knew each other, you know, there was but there was only like 30 of us. Right. Yeah. And I was the guy that was like just like around. So it was like I mean, that was kind of cool because it was like I could walk into any room and get time and that kind of thing. But, you know, that's like what's that even mean? <laughs> but uh, when I first moved to Nashville, when I got the the number three thing uh, that when I was like voted number three on Nashville scene, I was walking down the street and some guy was like, Hey, you just got number three in the Nashville scene. And then like he had, we had a mutual friend, so he like kind of put it together through that. But it was like, oh, that's never that was cool. Yeah. yeah. I was like that I, I did do that, you know. <laughs> I did do that. Or like so yeah. Or like what? someone saw me at like one of the Dewey com like a random Dewey comedy show. Well, we we did it outside of Turna well, what's it called? The refuge place. I don't know. It was like outside under an like or under like a tent and it's like freezing out. Oh, but I just like was like just did the set. Like I just brought it as you know, as if it was like a, a, an actual stage and everything. And then some guy went to like a bar that I was at and was like, hey, I saw you the other night. You were great. And I was like, hey, that feels good. Hey, appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, it's yeah, but it's such nice, a man. yeah, it's such a rewarding film. Mm -hmm. I mean, you saw yeah, it. whenever I need that. a big ego boost, I go back to Wilmington and just walk down the street. <laughs> that's a, that's a, felt so good. Anytime I bring a new comic with me to Wilmington, I'm like, please let people. Oh, it's so funny. Me. Please let people. Oh, uh, God, I know. And but see, that's on the flip side. That's what's funny to me is Nashville is a bigger scene to me I've because uh, Wilmington yeah. was so small at any given point. We had like, you know, seven, eight comics you could trust to do a show show. So it's it's right. it's weird to be part of this scene and people be like, man, I can't wait to get to a big scene. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, big ish. Yeah, like I get I it. Mean, we it need is, more shows, we need more yeah. mics, preferably a couple more main places to do comedy. But yeah, this is way bigger than what I'm used to. Sure, and I you know, and I think like if you can rank cities as like a you know, uh, number one, a number one city, a number two city, or number three, or number one scene, a number two scene, a number three scene. I would definitely say Nashville's like pushing a number two scene, if not, you know, and it, and it could probably, I don't think it could ever become a number, like for number one, I would say like, you know, New York and LA. Well, unfortunately, number ones were decided a long time ago. Like Chicago right. had to work to and get then, like, to a one. Sure. Like, and then take away second years, city. Like, Austin's they're not getting up there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they do have a lot of clubs up there too, and I, very yeah, true. but very true. but I'm just saying, like, yeah. to be a one to me, you have to be able to move there and become famous. Like, oh yeah, I meant more for like, that, you know, yeah, yeah, I meant more for like in terms of being able to be on stage three times a night. Okay. If you really, I got you. To. I see what you're saying. I see what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I was saying, like, you know, I would say like New York and L.A. And I don't know if Atlanta's back there yet, but you know they can be there. And Denver then like Chicago to... and De and Denver, Denver's pretty close to that. Um, I can't speak for the Northwest. I don't. I've never done a show up there. Um, but then I say like Nashville is like a number two that could 
be a solid number two. We just need yeah. consistency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the scene's growing. I mean, even the the break I've taken, like I saw a list from one of the open mics, like that someone posted on Instagram, and I was like, I don't know any of these names, and that's yeah. a good thing. I mean, it, I, it. It's so funny that people talk so much about the gym being overcrowded in January. Yeah, stand up oh, comedy yeah, yeah, open yeah. mics are crowded in January as well. Yeah. Well, and a lot of the it's it's also it goes hand in hand with when some of the classes finally wrap uh, up, okay. and then the people that really want to try it start. That's what I've I've put together is like the third coast classes are ending, and these people are motivated and they like want to get on stage. And there's also like there's nice. a lot of people moving here again. Yeah, again, uh, it was so sure. funny in Wilmington. We had like our Super Bowl was Port City's top comic. So you'd see comics come out of the woodworks at the beginning of the year to prepare for port city top gun <laughs> and then oh, they do the contest and you wouldn't see them the rest of the year so they they're like the uh like going to church on christmas like you only go to church exactly. on christmas and that's like the, yeah that's so funny I, I don't think i've ever done a competition have you I've ever never you, done i mean you won a couple i've i've hated doing competitions but they were kind of nest like a necessity in north carolina like you had to like each club kind of had yeah. its own competition you had to do it i think good nights for a while was like if you don't do the competition we're not gonna look at you like in a nice way you know they weren't like yeah i mean get out of here they're like but we will be picking our features and hosts locally from this competition yeah i know i know philly's funniest because that was I, that was one that i actually if 2020 hadn't happened i was actually gonna go do philly's funniest in 2020 because the running and I have a lot, a lot of my better comedy friends are Philly comics. Um, because for like at some point in New York, I just kept going to Philly because I was just getting booked more, and I just yeah. it was just like why not? When it's funny, uh, for, uh, like when I know when Philly's funniest is coming around because I it's when I start hearing all the drama coming out <laughs> in the scene. And so like all my friends are like and I you know as someone who's not part of the scene, I loved listening about listening to the drama. But the funny part was everyone, like, I don't know how many years it happened, but people from New York kept winning Philly's Funniest. And I was like, I want to go down. I told, like, one of my good buddies, Eddie Finn, I was like, I'm going to come down and try and win it next year. And he was like, honestly, I don't know if we could be friends anymore. If <laughs> you, like, just if let you, you know, that. this puts a divide in us. <laughs> like, he's like, we will not. But yeah, that uh, was the closest to like doing a competition. I've just, but I, I've just never, I might try and do Boston's this year if I can get in, but like, I just don't, uh, I, I don't know. I know it's important, but I think my ego though? couldn't take it. I, you know, but I don't know. Cause it's like, so I was telling you earlier, I've been watching the um, comedy store uh, series and yeah. that's, a, and that's like a, it, and it's so funny frustrating to watch because when i started comedy in 2009 uh it was still like that where it was like you do the open mic you do the bar show then you do the club shows you get pretty good then you go on the road and then you're a working comic maybe you know like that's a simple version of it yeah, yeah, yeah right and then you get like the you get the the pilot and get this stuff and whatever and now it's just like so like the idea of winning a competition would propel you somewhere like uh in in college there was the rooftop comedy festival which blake wexler talked about when he was on the podcast and our our friend uh brandon scott wolf 
won that when we were in college. He was a Penn, he was a Penn State guy. I didn't know him until later on, but he won that, and then he got to perform on George Lopez. So he came out of college like twenty one years old, twenty two years old, with already a with a TV credit under his yeah. belt. That's right, that's and that's what that led to is winning that competition and got to do a TV spot, you know. And it's like you win uh, in Raleigh, which you you know a very respected scene. Good Nights is a very respected club. You would think that would propel you to this next thing, but it's kind of just like bragging rights, and you get to do the road a bit more. Yeah, you know. Well, that's it's what, just so different. When, that's how it was when I won that contest in in Wilmington. Is I didn't, I I got taken more seriously at the particular club i won at so that was nice but then other places other bookers in north carolina were like oh okay you know so it was almost like a a north carolina credit at the very least right and that's like a good credit to have because of how many cities have established scenes in north carolina but you know if i'm winning although i guess magoobies in in timonium maryland baltimore that was one that I Timonium? do think if you it's it's they say it's Baltimore, but it's uh, technically Timonium. No, I'm just saying that's the and, name of uh, a town. This name of a town. Yeah, I think it was Timonium. Uh, Shane. Yeah, Shane. I actually didn't know the name of it until Shane Gillis. Actually, it was like right after he got fired from SNL and he was headlining Magoobies. And there was this clip that he posted or someone posted. And it was about all his friends being like, oh, man, like that's so much good exposure. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, instead of partying with Eddie Murphy for the whatever anniversary, I get to perform for you, for you, for you idiots here in Timonium, Maryland. <laughs> and the place just went nuts. But that was one Magoobie, like the I forget what it's called, but like winning Magoobie's competition was I think that one was actually it did some stuff for you. I definitely think local competitions have merit for sure you know like yeah but then after you get to a certain point i feel like you have to start wager like is the payoff worth it because you can ask any comic and nine out of ten of them are going to be like i hate competitions yeah right you just rather do a showcase with your friends yeah, real. I mean, that was like our show at the Anson where I was. And that, again, that's another thing about my new, not blast. like philosophy, but just. That was a great time. Yeah. And that was. For people that right. wanted and to that see And that was it. like. Yeah. And they were so supportive. They had fun. Everyone did well. Like, and that was another thing I kind of changed my mentality about was like with, with the Love and Exile show. And like, one thing I can say is I've never had to worry about the venue and I haven't had to worry about the staff, which is. For, for independent for producing an independent show that's one and two that says a lot and so yeah and so they're always great and i'm excited for the mic to come back and the show to come back so we we kind of recapped our 2022 kind of see where we're at moving forward you know both in much better mindsets so speaking of mindsets man how are you feeling about the material you plan on putting on this album well that's yeah, that's uh, thanks for asking. That's been like a really interesting process because the first album I did, I actually had jokes on there that weren't ready to be on the album. And they'll be on this album, which is five years later, six years later. And then the second album I did was more out of necessity. Like okay. it was just that Zoom album I did in 2020. Yeah, yeah. So this one is kind of the like, I want to finally do it right. 
So there's a little bit from the first album, a lot from the second album, and then pretty much everything I've written in Nashville in the last couple of years. And so that's been interesting picking through because, you know, there's probably not that much, but like probably about seven to 10 minutes. That's just about COVID, you know, and it could be even longer. I could do 20 minutes on 2020, you know, and so but that's irrelevant now. It's it's like material that people don't really care about. It's hard to make them come back and, and think about it. And you don't really want them to come back and think about it because it's so traumatizing for some people. Right. So picking through uh, picking through has been really interesting at this time. And I really haven't gotten a chance to run a long set yet. So I'm kind of waiting. We're going to Huntsville again in like two weeks or a week and a half. And then after that is where I'm going to really sit down and get the whole set list and be like, all right, here's what we keep. Here's what, what we drop. Here's what we polished. Maggie Myers. Maggie Myers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, going down with, I'm going down with Brandon to meet Evan and Evan's doing a long set and I'm doing like 20 minutes and then I'm going back now, in March to do the long set. Now, how is it kind of like, tra- yeah, you kind of, kind of got like a training partner in this like how is it having a friend in comedy that's kind of gearing up for the same thing well so evan and i it's 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 been interesting because i helped him get booked on a couple of shows local like like chattanooga like stuff like that he basically i I sort of used him as a tester for what i want to do with road stuff and everything um it's been it's been interesting but he's so independent that he's pretty much just been doing it all on his own and i'm just sort of like like i wouldn't even say moral support but just kind of like you know bend an ear when he needs to yeah yeah, yeah. right but it's been fun to like kind of watch because i'm just like oh he just kind of got that like because he's you know he's good at the marketing he's good at all that kind of stuff and then he actually went back and he's been using his friends that he started out with as like soundboards to polish up everything which I think is great because he and I write very differently. So I don't yeah, think you got to find like, you and I can do that style. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like you can give me tags and like, in like that kind of stuff and we can make, we can like work through it. Evan and I can't really do that for each other. Cause we have such, like he's given me tags before. And like it literally like the second he gave, I was like, there's no fucking I way I'm using that, that tag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, because it's just a different different styles, but it's been fun watching him go through it because I've already because I we've been there as well, but yeah, we really haven't been like collaborating as much. We ha- we're doing a couple things here towards the end together, and it'll be interesting to because I haven't actually seen him run the long like the full set, which he'll be doing at Maggie Myers on the next whatever that whether it's the sixth or the seventh, okay. um, yeah, yeah. or the eighth maybe maybe the maybe it's the eighth next Monday. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm actually taking Brandon Gerald on the road with me for the majority of it for two reasons. One, I don't have a car still. I do that's have a bike a, now. That's how you got, got a nice bike. That's awesome, man. Just don't get hit. Well, it's, also, Nashville. I was, it's Nashville. Be careful. And I was riding around last night and I was like, I'm going to die on this thing. But uh, I decided to go with Brandon because I needed someone who was a bit of a younger comic in terms of years they've been doing comedy. And he's sort of getting to that point where he's building the 20 to 25 minute feature yeah. set. Yeah. And I was like, you know, this will be a good opportunity for him. Like, this is like not me just using him for a car. This is like he he's actually at this point where yeah, he can yeah. go around with a headliner, hopefully. And like, this is a good chance to prep for that opportunity when it does come, whether that be at stand up live or if that happens at Zany's or whatever. Like, this is a good chance for him to be ready for that. And I know he's been working on 2530. So, like, I wanted to go with him because I was like, you know, this will be a good 
this would just be a good learning curve for them, you know, and like just be like, hey, this is this is the road. Like we are gonna go. <laughs> They're gonna guarantee us fifty dollars, and we're gonna put a tip bucket out, and we're gonna make sixty dollars. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But but you're but you're working for the the time and the material and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it's so funny, man. Because like I don't I don't I didn't really have. I didn't really have that comic that like took me on the road for the first time. Yeah, see, I haven't had that either. I've always been the guy taking well, Alex Grubard was the first guy to take me on the road. But again, we went on the road together because I had a car. Yeah. And he set everything up and I would drive him there. And then eventually we became very good friends and would just do the road together. But um like the yeah, I've never Car- really had someone Yeah. The North Carolina scene was more like let's get five of us from one scene in a car and go do a showcase in another scene. And yeah. then they'll they'll come back a few months later to our scene. So like that's how to, how we started getting on the road in North Carolina. But like now that like like luckily, you know, the club I came up in taught me how to act as a comic. Because you do have to have someone to teach you like the etiquette and how to act and and, and sure because there is there is that side of it you know so you need to know what's cool what's not what you need to ask what what you know all that good stuff and so luckily the club taught us that and i didn't like because now i'd be out there with with some of the the headliners that are taking me with them just being an idiot and being like oh uh, like i always ask the headliner if i can sell merch as a feature i've heard the horror stories i luckily haven't run into a headliner that didn't let me sell merch yet yeah i haven't i haven't either but i also haven't been selling that much merch so yeah see that's the thing is i never had anyone take me either um so yeah yeah, really get mad at the sticker guy you know what i mean yeah it's not like you're selling like a thousand t-shirts a show right yeah but yeah like i didn't have anyone take me so i've just been learning everything by trial and error no that's glad that you've learned a lot of that stuff man because you were super beneficial when i was going through this last year you know you knew the things yeah. to do for the audio side because you know you put out the special but you still want the audio to be on all the streaming platforms so people can listen to it if they don't want to if they're not going to watch it somewhere you know you still want to get those numbers right. so you you were the ultimate guide through that last year so that's nice you already had that under your belt and now you also you know helped me with the, the video side and coordinating everything and getting with the videographers so it was kind of nice that you know you had a little trial run last year too you know yeah, I mean, oh, that's yeah, and that was kind of like a refresher course, sort of. Um, yeah, the audio part is so funny because you just like my my path in that was the first album lost all the audio because I had you know one guy doing too many things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then sent out the audio from my phone to a guy who like he has since won an Emmy for his he's so good at audio engineering. Wow, yeah. and so if yeah so he did a great job but it still sounds like it's on a phone yeah and then the next time is that the guy that did the audio the zoom one? thing no no different guy okay that's, that's that guy won that's who did my zoom one no, no no i don't think matt would be charging what he does if he wanted to <laughs> that's fair but that's fair. uh yeah but Which matt still so... emmy emmy worthy quality though so thank you oh so good he's so yeah. good so Matt came around because I used to, he came, he and this guy named uh, Alan Richardson, they tour together and they do this really funny act called the sad man. And it's just one of the funniest, most bizarre things. And uh, they came to Hagerstown, did the show, met Matt that way through Alan. 
And then I'm, I, I reached out to Alan about it and he was like, oh yeah, Matt does all of my audio stuff. So I reached out to Matt, Matt takes the zoom thing and turns it into a masterpiece for what it could be, you know, based on zoom. And then we were watching your special and there was that hum the whole way through. And that was when I was like, oh, I bet Matt could fix this. I was about to say, then, now that I've heard it, what hum? Yeah, exactly. And so then <laughs> Matt, yeah. But it was just, yeah, again, just like your special was one of those just like refresher courses of like what needs to be done. What 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 can we do? How can we do it? And then it was like, oh, oh I can do this too. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, a pretty good editor. So, you know, it works out. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> It's I know an editor that that isn't gonna hound me for the money when at the end when I'm like yeah yeah, yeah I'll pay I'll pay I'll pay and I just have a Venmo just keep sending Venmo sending Venmo or uh, invoice after invoice after invoice but yeah, maybe if I email one more I'll, time I just see you at the show the next day and you're like sup man like we're fighting <laughs> on via email and like but then this I was like, no, no, it's different. Like, I'm fighting the producer. I'm not fighting yeah, the comic. Yeah, yeah. No, it's comic time. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, again, that was another thing. It's like you learned how to edit your special. So now I am yeah. I know who to go through. You know, it's like just yeah. building that team. And it's been fun. I mean, I don't know what it's going to lead to long term, but it's been fun putting the team together. And I'm excited to see how it turns out and what we can do with it. I was about to say, what are your goals in this? What, are, what do you want to visual? What, what if so and so happens, you'd be happy with this? Well, because we're going to speak, you know, I'm not planning on. Here. Yeah. So one thing I'm also working on over the next seven weeks is to try and get my followers up, which isn't easy, but I am going to work on that. And so, you know, what, what, what yours at like, what, 20, 25,000? What the special? Uh, yeah, streams. 20, or views, 20, I mean. 22 on YouTube. 22. So that's, and that, and you have a lot more followers than I do. So I'm like looking at that and I'm like, if I break, if I break 10,000 on YouTube, I'd be happy. I'm also debating putting it on prime, but that's a conversation for six months from now. Yeah. Um. But what would, I mean, ultimately what I want is just a really good product. That's like, not, yeah, okay. I want the, yeah like i want it to look good i want it to sound good i want it to be fun like i want to have fun um i want the jokes to work and you know i I just want to i just want to have a good you know i want the album to be crisp and clean and clear and i want it to look really good you know so even if it's not seen i can still take it and show other production companies like hey look what i did with this amount of money in this team like so that's the, oh. the ultimate goal is just to like finally do it right after two other attempts and just like make it just look and sound really, really good. Gotcha. Now, is there going to be some stuff from the, the older album on the on the special? Like how how you how you kind of pick it and choosing that? I know you touched on earlier with like the covid, but like how many how many yeah. making the cut from uh, from the Zoom one so far? Well, the Zoom album, the Zoom album, the Pride of Hagerstown is it's essentially a breakup album, you know? I mean, it's all about a very specific breakup and a lot of it just like doesn't, I don't relate to it anymore, you know? So it's sort of the stuff that I feel kind of relate to. I enjoy Yeah. Well, I just don't, I just don't, it's like, it's like talking about a stranger at this point, you know, at that time I still felt, I still felt a lot of it. Now it's like, I don't even, I don't even know this person. And that like, like in terms of like the breakup, 
and I just yeah I just can't connect to it. So there's the stuff that I still can connect to. Uh, I'm taking out, um, but there's like even like very dated references, like like that you just can't use anymore. You know, right. just little things that are very funny that were very funny to me at the time, but just now you'd be like, "What are you talking about?" What? So, yeah. So I'm going through. There's a lot of stories, a lot of stuff about my family. Uh, there's some new stuff I've been working on, but I don't think it's like worth putting on because it's so new that it's like, you. well, save that one for the next, the next yeah, time, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm probably using, that was, I think that one was an hour long. <clears throat> so I'm probably using, I would say probably a half hour of it maybe. Okay. Um, and then only like a, like one or two jokes for my first album. And then everything else is pretty much Nashville based for like that, like the last two years. Okay. So That's a mix yeah. Of your, and even that, that I might be, then? yeah. And I might actually be guessing high to be honest. And I was about to say, uh, you don't know what you're going to reshuffle once you start doing it more too. Once you start getting right. really geared up for it. Right. And that's been the funny thing the last like few weeks is I'm like, do I, what, what am I talking? And then I like remember certain jokes I just haven't told recently because they're so long that I can't put them into a showcase set. Yeah. And so like little things like that, that I'm like, Oh, you know what? I actually don't need to pull that much from the old album. It's just like certain jokes. I really want to make it onto this one because it's, I just think it's going to be heard and seen more than the last one. So, yeah. I like it, man. I like it. Yeah, we'll see. We shall see. Would you have any more wisdom to drop on the the independently produced album special front? If you can do two tape, if you can tape over two shows, I suggest doing it. I'm not this time around, which is the one. But I I like doing live. Like that's just me personally. Like I need that. I thoroughly pressure. enjoyed kind of having the pressure of the early show, knowing it was yeah. the one that sold out, the one that I'd have the best shot at when i did yeah yeah sure. and that's just and that's just been something about me even like when i played sports like i wasn't the best practice player but i had to be in the thick of it to like really yeah do, do my best same. um except for t- tennis tennis that was the opposite <laughs> but um yeah so i i don't know i i would suggest doing two two tapings if you can or two recordings back to back back to back or you know one night like night like nightly you know back to back on nights yeah. when you're in the pocket um you know? Yeah, give yourself time to relax because running long sets is exhausting. Being on the road is exhausting. And uh, just like keep a balance, you know, that was like that. I put a lot of pressure on myself to get everything done immediately, right? Yeah. And again, one thing I'm really thankful for with my girlfriend is she was like, does this really need to be done today? And then you take a step back and you go, oh, you know what? The ticketing site doesn't have to be up on friday it can actually wait till next like sometime next week you know yeah. so little things like that of just like staying organized so that you don't overexert yourself and put too much pressure on yourself because ultimately it's about the comedy you know and so you want to remember to be like in a good mindset when you're actually doing the set itself so you know <clears throat> stay organized i hear you man well i can't wait to uh be behind the camera at your your taping and I am excited about it. And I'm just excited for season three of My Funny Friends on Project Nerd podcast. We got a lot of great stuff coming your way. We got some topics we definitely want to hit on. Like I said mm-hmm. at the beginning, a lot more Drew and Will. 
in your face talking about stuff. A lot of a lot of tangents coming from this guy over here. We're here for it. And that's why. Thank God, Drew. That's why we cut out that in, that that stupid guest. We don't need no guests around here. But now nah, we're still gonna have some. We guests cut out. From time. We will have some guests from time to time. But I've wrote one more story before I. Leave. Yeah. I we went and saw the whale last night. Have you seen the whale? What? It's a is the it whale. A movie? The Brendan. Oh. So Dude, Brendan, you know, Brendan Fra- the Brendan Fraser comeback I, movie. I try so hard to stay up on pop culture because you have to in this field. But right, movies in my bag, man. The last movie I saw in theaters, Knives Out, the original one. Oh, God. Wow. Yeah. You really don't go. Well, we went and saw the whale. Hannah and I went and saw the whale last night. And okay. leading up to leading up to it, we went to like get food and we just like clean plate club just like ate everything and then we went and got ice cream and then we're getting popcorn and and my stomach was just getting bloated so i just had like you could see my stomach through my shirt and and, like we're going to see the whale which is about a man who is uh dying from obesity and it's a very very you know heavy film very good but but we're leading up to it and we're both just like food drunk you know and so i kept doing this weird character where I kept rubbing my belly and I just kept being like, like we were at the ice cream place and I was like, just rubbing my belly, eating ice cream. Like we're, we both just couldn't stop laughing. And I kept just being like, yeah, daddy does love him some ice cream and just this weird. And then we come walking into the whale and I'm still doing the character. And then like the first scene happens where you see this guy and like, we're both driving home, very heavy film. And I was like, Hey, remember like earlier when we were laughing and it was just like, yeah, that character just he can never come back after what we just saw in that movie. <laughs> and it just I mean, instantly we both were just like so depressed and like yeah. sad. And we were like, man, we were having such a great such night. A good time. <laughs> For the record, I'm glad that character's no. not coming back because way to appropriate my culture, sir. I appreciate you. You know, I know. I mean, the bros here. get mad at me when I jump into their culture. I can't. I can't do big guy culture either. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Well, what you got? Uh, talk about some of the fun shows you're looking forward to on the lead up to the. First of all, if you're oh, in yes. town in Nashville uh, and you're here for uh, this this Friday, February third, yep. we're at Third Coast Comedy Club. You can see Will in action mm-hmm. hosting for our acclaimed, our critically acclaimed show stone cold sober i'm just i'm just gonna start telling people we won awards and there's no way they can prove us otherwise so i mean award winning stone cold sober you know oh what's the award called uh best best version of drunks and stone comics battling each other by the people's academy there you go that that sounds believable. Yeah. I think I don't think anyone's ever, no one's going to question. Fact check that. So check it out. Nine p.m. on Friday. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. We have a great. That's it's going to be a good one. Oh, no. um, two great captains bringing great teams. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Uh, I'm looking forward to. Uh, I think it's. I, I might be pronouncing it wrong, but it's in Louisville. It's called Kaiju, and I've heard a lot of good right. things about it. It was another. Yeah, it was a 2021 that got canceled on me, so I'm excited to finally get up there and do that. Um, That's the one I'm, I'm actually, going with I'm excited, you. Like, right? just yeah, yeah, we're doing we're doing that one yeah. together, yeah. and 
Uh, I'm excited for there's one other. Oh, I'm going back to Hutton and Smith in Chattanooga. Um, I'm excited for my Chattanooga shows, JJ's Bohemia and and that one. And then uh, I'm excited. Like I go to Louisville like a couple times, like three times, three yeah. or four times. So I'm really looking forward to just being up there. Gravely Brewing, uh, this other one that I don't know the name of. It's like just outside of town. And I just got booked for that like yesterday. So I, I need to add it to my calendar. But I, yeah, I I'm that. just excited to like consistently have long sets and just see other scenes. Because I've only done one show ever in Louisville or maybe two. But but yeah, so Kai, I'm excited for Caillou. That'll be with you on February 28th, I believe is the date. That's a Tuesday. Nice. Um, so that'll be a good time. Uh, what do you got coming up, Drew? I actually get to enjoy February a little bit, man. I get to be home a little bit. I've been been went pretty hard in in November, December, and January. So I'm gonna enjoy not driving nine hours in the ice and snow. Yeah, <laughs> so it's cool. Uh, but next next Thursday, February 9th, I'm at this great production called Under One Roof. They bring a bunch of okay. local uh, like. Nashville and surrounding area comedians and spoken word artists and uh, it's I'm just really excited about it and then that's I think that's all I got for a little bit man I'm gonna be in in Waterton uh February 16th but we'll be back we'll be back with you before then so I'll talk about that then so yeah I'm I'm, we're talking about 2023 is all about balance and I'm balancing the crap out of February (laughs) by in being at the house yes I'm gonna watch the Super Bowl. Yes, bet. My wife's team's in it. I'm yeah. gonna enjoy it. It's gonna be great, man. 2023 is gonna be a great year, especially for your friends here on My Funny Friends. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Tune in. Uh, we're gonna be here every other Wednesday through the year, like we did last year. So yeah, I think we did 33 episodes last year. So we'll see if we can wow. see, do bad. what we do this year. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward Let's to see if it. We can man. do 35. Ooh, look at these goals he set I, here. Nice rounded number. Well, yeah. it's an odd number, but whatever. You know. But uh, most importantly, man, go out there and do something that you want to do today. You know, have fun. Draw that little drawing you don't believe you can do because I, I bet you, I bet you, it comes out better than you think it can. Is this how we're wrapping shows up now? Just yes, we're gonna be positive. For I got Bob. Oh, I, I've been I hanging out wait. with my buddy Bob Ross back here. Paint that pretty little, pretty little mistake, you know. Yeah, paint that little tree. Paint that pretty little yeah. tree. I can't wait till we do this a show. And we accident. catch, catch. Yeah, we're gonna catch catch one of us on a bad day and then try and do that. No, nope. it's like I don't know. Just quit and go home. Nah, <laughs> we're gonna be positive through twenty twenty three, man. That's what we're doing. Positive. All the way through. All the way through. I like it. If it's not as cloudy where you're at, where I'm at. So if it's sunny outside, go outside. You know, just enjoy your day. Even if it's it's not, go stand in the rain. Get caught in the rain. (laughs) Let's let's, test. Let's make sure we end every episode in 2023 with like a cliche. You know, live, laugh, love. Yeah, every time. (laughs) No, guys, we'll see you uh, next episode. Thank y'all so much. Have a good one.
project, you'd make that. <laughs>